Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to ignite the growth of your agency. Surely you don't think that you'd sell a house with a leaflet, so why would you sell yourselves with a leaflet? And they'll be taking bigger strides and taking bigger steps until eventually it leads to the outcome that you want. You're still reaching them, you're just doing it in a different way. So get over yourself, is what I would say. Pull your socks up, get up and do it. We've created a super special free Firewave gift, packed full of marketing goodies just for our podcast listeners. You can get yours by going to www.fire-wave.co.uk slash free gift. Here are your hosts, Sam and Phil. Well, I'm here today with a very special guest. Hello. <laughs> In fact, we should just do a guest game, shouldn't we? So just say something. Like what? Like where are you from? I live in Coniston in the Lake District. They should get it from that. Maybe. Maybe they don't know who I am, but you will be soon. (laughs) Well, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag now because I'm here with Isaac Nelson, our amazing lead gen expert. He is uh, very important on the Firewave team. In fact, he makes sure we get lots of new lovely leads in every single week to make sure that Firewave keeps on growing and keeps adding some fantastic new members to it. So apart from that overview, Isaac, what do you actually do here at Firewave? Oh, a hell of a lot of stuff, really. I'm responsible for, you know, all the email campaigns that we do. I've just got together all the planners that we've created for 2022. Finally come to the office yesterday. Christmas came early and they're (laughs) on the way to all the pre-order people today. They're going in the post and you can get them now as well if you join the group. You also do our webinars, I do. our online events, our offline events. Yeah, I am responsible for getting all you lovely people up here to the Lake District. And this as well. Yeah. podcast. I know I've taken over from Phil. It feels really weird actually being <laughs> on the other side of the microphone for once. I was just saying that before. So hopefully you get something out of it. Oh, I think we will because we're going to make this episode super actionable. We're going to talk about lead gen mistakes that you and I and the rest of the Firewave team see agents make all the time. Every single day. Every single day. And it is frustrating, but we understand why you're making these mistakes, but we're here to help you put those right. So if you recognize yourself in these mistakes, then put it right straight away. Yeah, of course. Should we get started? Yes. So we've got five of them to share with you. So I'm going to read them out and then I'm going to get you to comment on them, Isaac, mm-hmm. okay? And say what we notice that people are doing wrong and then what they should be doing right to rectify it. So number one, leaflets and flyers. What's wrong with those? Oh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, effectively, it's not a sales layer. You're not going to get much from it. If you look at the statistics, it's something like 0.0001% of flyers will get a response. Whereas you look at direct mail sales letters here at Firewave, we advocate so strongly. Some of our members have had response rates of up to 10% in some cases. Crazy, isn't it? I think, who was it? Julie Hill maybe sent nine letters and got three responses. Oh, unbelievable. Crazy. It's Julie from the Coastal House Estate Agency in Dartmouth. Oh gosh, there's lots of favourite parts. I would think it's actually the masterminds. Bouncing back the ideas off a number of different agents who are all non-competing, so it's really helpful. Just lots of results, all positive. Competing against the top brands like Mike Frank and Savills. Definitely dealing with much better properties and much higher values. What would you say to any Anyone who is considering joining Firewave? Oh, do it. <laughs> Definitely do it. Um, and don't delay and don't put it off. In some cases. Crazy, I know, isn't I it? think, who was it? Julie Hill maybe sent nine letters and got three responses. Oh, unbelievable. Crazy. So flyers, I don't know. There's just not much to say about them. <laughs> yeah, welcome to our world, Isaac. Mm. They are very lower level. Yes. They're easy to do, so that's why agents revert to those. They've probably got last year's design, the year before's design, the year before design, so they can just say to the printer, 
change the date and run me off 10,000. And if I get one of those, I'm probably quids in. Mm -hmm. The challenge that you've got is you're teaching 9,999 people not to respond to you because you're saying it's a leaflet. You know, we don't really care about our marketing. Mm -hmm. And actually, aren't you marketers? Is that not what your job is as an estate agent to market a house? So surely you don't think that you'd sell a house with a leaflet. So why would you sell yourselves with a leaflet? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they're not really targeted, are they either? You don't no. get to decide where they go. You'll send them to a company that prints them and posts them for you. And if you print off 10,000, they're going to go to 10,000 properties and potentially 10,000 of those properties that you actually don't want to list. You never know which one's actually going to look at them and give them the time of day. Most of the time, they'll just go in the bin. Even direct mail sales letters, a lot of the time they go into the bin. The whole trick behind it is to get it opened, read, to tell them something that they really need to know and allow them to take an action and take the next step to contact you or to start forming a relationship with you so you can effectively sell to them your services when it comes to the time. All right. Hmm. So what do we suggest they do instead? So no to leaflets and flyers, yes to? Firewave. <laughs> Direct mail sales nice letters. Man. I mean, you can write them yourselves. Copywriting is an art form. I was a journalist before I started here and writing has been in my blood since I was a young kid. And writing a sales letter is a difficult prospect to get your head around. You need to include a lot of information in an easy way, in a condensed way, but over a, a longer number of pages than you would probably <laughs> like to write. Informality is important as well. Structure of the letter is important. Things like exactly. having a headline and a PS and mm. a photograph of you. These are all really important things. So what we're saying is, Ditch the leaflets and flyers and instead do targeted sales letters, long mm -hmm. sales letters yeah. that are carefully written. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. That's lead gen mistake number one. Lead gen mistake number two is not prioritizing email. Well, I want to say management, list building and segmentation, which kind of all falls under mm -hmm. management, doesn't it? What do you mean by that? Well, I'd like to add to that as well. Like actually not doing it as well is quite a big thing that I see a lot of people <laughs> not doing. So when we say building an email list, it's something that I spend a lot of time here doing. You need to make sure the right people are in the right list to receive the right email that gives them the right information. That's as simple as I can put it. Tilly always tells me that I can't put things simply and I'm a really bad teacher. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Making sure that you've got people in the correct place to receive the correct content is the be all and end all of email marketing, really. I think we had Brian Kurtz on a couple of weeks ago and he was saying exactly the same thing. If you've got somebody who has bought a house off you, let's say, and they're not considering selling, they might be in the future. They're probably not going to be interested in a two-bedroomed house in the middle of town if they've decided that they wanted to move to an eight-bedroom property in the middle of the countryside, well out of the city centre. So putting people in the right list allows you to send them things that they're interested in and things that they're going to take action on. So it could be anything from just asking them how their day is going and asking for a response if they're in a conversational relationship with you. Or it could be something from sending them a new home that's coming to market that you're going to send out to your VIP buyers list first. And that's something that we do at AJ. And we have a VIP buyers list, which is effectively a way for people to get access to the houses that we list. And that's super segmentation, isn't it? Because yeah. you, you only send them out information that they've actually begged us to send them mm. out. So actually what we're saying is that bad email management is actually pretty much the same as leaflets and flyers. Absolutely. But actually good email management is about segmentation, careful list management, and sending out only hyper-relevant information. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you get different audiences, cold, warm, and hot is what we would call them. And they move from a place of not knowing who you are to being instantly ready to ask you to list their house should they want to. 
and you know having those lists in place where people can get certain emails to direct them to your blog and then the second they click on that blog link and potentially download something from your website it will move them to somewhere else and it's really important to have the correct software to do that i know a lot of agents use things like 1090 different crms that from my knowledge it just puts all the emails into one it doesn't really answer the question of how mm. do you segment and mm. effectively market to your list. So we believe here at AJ, this is what we do, that we have a separate email marketing software in order to be able to do that rather than trying to use our CRM to do it because it doesn't do a good job. And for anybody who's wondering what they are, you can use things like MailChimp, really, really useful, really simple to use, really easy to get to grips with. Aweber, which is something that we also recommend using and also... Delivery rates on Aweber have been really good for us, haven't they? Aweber is actually considerably better than some of the other softwares that we use. Even though we're using a very expensive one called Infusionsoft. Now Aweber keep. sometimes, and now key, sometimes beats it. Let's go for mistake number three. So that's not following a social strategy. What does that mean? Well, if you've listened to the podcast previously, when Phil was on, boring, I know, but... Um, <laughs> not as good as you, us... obviously. No, definitely not. The new Phil. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think you'd be very happy about that one. <laughs> you've probably heard us talk about Blast anyway, if you've listened to the podcast, if you're in the Firewave group, if you're you know, anywhere where you can consume the content that we put out. And for us, that is the strategy that we follow that guarantees us engagement on the majority of posts that we put on. Sam likes to liken it to a diet. So we follow this strategy but we can have a couple of treats outside it. Um, <laughs> so if you, if you don't know what Blast is, it's behind the scenes, local spotlight, a day in the life, showcase of a property and tips and advice. Wow, I'm impressed with that. I have been here nearly a year. Nearly so a year. One week today, I'll yeah. have been here a year. Well, you know a lot more than a lot of our clients do about Blast, mm. so well done. Yeah, so we follow that strategy on our social channels, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and it really gives us a platform to make sure content gets put out because that's something that we see regularly is agents are very sporadic with the content they post. The new planner that we've just made has a complete year calendar with social media posts for you to create content from. And people that are posting maybe a property advert on a Monday and then potentially a photograph of a coffee on a Thursday, they're still using Blast to some extent, but it's not enough. We have to be careful that you don't overwhelm people with content because then people will switch off, they'll unlike your page, unfollow your post, snooze you for 30 days, and by that time you've lost them. But I think that the the answer there really isn't necessarily less frequently. Mm. It's the answer is more relevance, isn't it? Because actually, even our 12 days of Christmas, where we're posting probably six or seven times a day in total, including mm. our two giveaway posts, we don't lose people. We still gain people and people mm. are enjoying the content and they want to follow it. So I think that a right move ad every day is too much, but I think that three behind the scene posts every day is not too much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if people are seeing posts that you're putting on that aren't relevant to them, then they're not going to be interested. If you post a picture of a really cute dog that you see in the park on the way to evaluation, that's, you know, the most beautiful dog you've ever seen. People love that sort of stuff. They do. Yeah. And or I think, what Isaac had for lunch. Yeah. What did I have? Not had any lunch, actually. That's, yeah, My goodness, it's 101 that we're uh, recording this. Better be a bit quicker then. Okay. So let's go to number four, which is a lack of a CTA. What's a CTA? So a CTA is a call to action. And that is effectively a next step that you give people. So it can be anything from give you a ring, sign up to an email list, for example, download this piece of content on your website, send me an email back just to let me know how your day's going, et cetera, et cetera. It's just the next step that somebody can take. And if you're in contact with somebody or your marketing content is getting put in front of somebody and there is no CTA, then what do they do with all that knowledge? What do they do with that experience that you've just given them online, offline, wherever? So if you ever come to a Firewave event, there is always an amazing offer. <laughs> and that's because we want you to take this next step to potentially working with us or for you to see the value and then come and join us after the event. And for us to throw an event and for nobody to join us, it would be devastating. 
you always have to give somebody the next step. And, and the state agency setting, that's super important as well. And um, in the direct mail letters that we send, there is always a request to give us a call if they have any questions relating to any of the information in the letter. The same with emails. If they get a VIP buyer's email, then in the VIP buyer's email, it'll say, if you want more information about this property or want to book a view, and then call Hannah directly on her mobile at whatever time of the day. And she'll usually answer as well. Maybe not at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> But, you know, 11 o'clock at night, absolutely no problem. Well, if we go to evaluation, Phil and I, we would never leave without deciding with the homeowner what the next step is going to be. So actually, it's disrespectful, I think, from mm. a marketing point of view, not to offer them the next step and also to make the next step as easy as possible. Because if you said, please come down to the office if you want to take the next step with us, that is obviously too big a step. But if you say, if you'd like to read more about this topic or maybe download a checklist, just go to this link, then it's super easy, isn't it? Yeah, it's important to give them incrementally as well so like you say too big of a step and they won't take it just enough just that tiny little step over the line and then very soon they'll be running and they'll be taking bigger strides and taking bigger steps until eventually it leads to the outcome that, that you want and that's the whole point of marketing mm. the whole point of having your audiences categorized into the right audiences from cold to warm so you know what step you can give people Exactly, because we're looking for just micro commitments, especially of cold mm. buyers, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Or cold potential clients. So people who don't really know much about us, they're not going to suddenly, you know, jump on a phone call with us. What they might do is go and have a look at a blog we've just published. And so those little micro commitments are really important, as you say, in leading them down that path towards being our best ever clients. Absolutely. Number five, this has come up a lot recently because we are doing our 12 days of Christmas at the moment. So depending on when you're listening to this. We're recording this at the second week of December. We're right in the very middle of our 12 days of Christmas, which is a 12-day giveaway. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Phil is in rainy Hawkshead today filming a video for it. And it is absolutely miserable outside. We've got another then. storm, Storm Barra, I think is it's it? called. From yeah. B, oh, eh? Yeah. God. We've I just had our win, haven't we? Mm, yeah. And a lot of our clients, even our sometimes our very best clients, are saying to us that they don't want to do the 12 days of Christmas or they're worried about doing it or it's too much effort or what will people think about them or they don't want to go on video. So actually mistake number five is actually just not trying and worrying and overthinking, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. I mean, not everything in marketing works. That's just a fact. Sometimes you can do something that gets a response rate of zero. And the whole point of actually doing marketing activities to build your business is that some of them are going to fail and some of them are going to be super successful. And it's all about that testing mentality. If you have the commitment and the drive to do something that you're scared of that you think isn't going to bring you the benefits and the results and it works, then how good are you going to feel? But if you do it and it doesn't work, then that's all part and parcel of it. And the stuff that we teach people to do works because we've done it ourselves. We've mm -hmm. tested and traced and you know, there's a lot of test and trace going on at the moment, isn't there? And there has been for the past <laughs> few years. But in marketing, it's been happening forever. And you test and you trace and then you get the results and you measure those results. And then you do something slightly differently and you measure those results. Again, it's like carb counting, I guess. Carb counting. Yeah, because if you eat a certain amount of carbs, then you're going to lose weight. But then you can potentially increase the amount of carbs you eat like chips. Amazing. Tastes really good. <laughs> but still lose weight. But then eventually the next time you might actually start putting on weight. So you've just tested how many carbs you can eat to lose weight. And oh, I see. I see where you're going with that. We're going back to the diet, aren't we? The blast diet. Mm -hmm. That's what it it's is. It's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> but yeah. What do you think about people going on video and being scared of themselves on video, particularly live video? I understand the initial hesitation. Like I said before, I was a journalist. I used to have to go live on Facebook to people from breaking news stories 
in front of hundreds of thousands of people online and that was terrifying at first but eventually it just becomes another day in the office and it's actually not as scary as you think it is it's not like standing on stage in front of a hundred thousand people in Wembley like Ed Sheeran does for example you know and once you get over that initial fear and the mentality of oh my god I really don't like this you're gonna have real success with it because it is such a better way to get content out in front of people than for example just putting a text post on we would never suggest doing that do a live mm. video just do it don't mm. be scared it's fine it's probably been our number one way of getting new followers building our audience getting greater advocacy with our audience deepening the relationships with them just putting ourselves out there on camera and it's funny actually because about a year ago we went to see a lady who was very prickly actually with me and Phil and she didn't like the fact there was two of us there it was just after the first lockdown so she was very nervous it was masks and only one person inside the house and all completely understandable but as we came out we just didn't feel like we were ever going to get that instruction at all so we carried on doing everything we normally do we followed up with her a few times but she stopped answering the phone and then we do an Ask AJ every Wednesday, Phil and I, where we just sit and just talk rubbish actually into the camera. We try and have a bit of a theme, but usually just argues with me. And she answered the phone to Phil one day and she said she'd been watching all of our Ask AJs since we went to see her and had her rolling with laughter, which mm. I can't even imagine this lady doing that. But she absolutely loved them and she loved the banter between us and the inane comments that we make to each other. So what we're actually doing is we're deepening a relationship that we aren't doing actively mm. or not as far as we know. It's all happening behind the scenes, but she knows us so much better now. So if she invited us out again, then I think actually we've got a really good chance of getting that instruction because she's going to feel like we're her besties now. Yeah, absolutely. It's passively generating new leads. And yeah, it is. That's the whole point of about it. Automate it as much as possible. If you have to do a five, 10 minute live every week and somebody watches that every week and then comes to you for the valuation and only you, then you're onto a winner. Yeah, why not? Mm. Do you know, I said something recently in Ask AJ about a, and we do these live, by the way, to make sure that Facebook sends it out to our audience. And we were talking about that we really like it when local buy our houses. We can't ever make that decision for somebody. And sometimes somebody that's coming from out of area will pay a lot more, which is better for our client. But it's always nice when a local family buys a house and wants to live in it themselves. And I mentioned this on a video and two people messaged me privately and said how much they enjoyed that episode of Ask AJ and how much that they agreed with my point of view and it resonated with them. And these two people both have a substantial property. And so you don't know who you're reaching when you do this, but you've just got to just stop overthinking, stop over worrying, get over yourself and do it anyway. You're happy to sit there in somebody's house that's worth a million pounds. They could have had a very illustrious career and you're happy to share your expertise with them. It's just the same thing. You're just doing it without being able to see them in the room. You're still reaching them. You're just doing it in a different way. So get over yourself, is what I would say. Pull your socks up. Man up. Can I say man up? Woman up. Just get up. Person up. Get up and do it. Yeah, exactly. Right, quick recap on these five mistakes. Go for it. Leaflets. Don't do them. Do direct mail instead. Prioritize your email list building. Make sure you target the right people with the right content. Make sure you follow a social media strategy as well. It will increase your engagement. It will increase your followers. It will increase the leads that you generate from social media. Always have a call to action or a next step in anything that you produce and just do it. Get over yourself. Get over yourself, apparently, yeah. <laughs> do a Nike. Just do it. That's well, it. that wraps up this episode. Isaac, you've been a star. I think actually we should make this a regular thing. We'll see. The Isaac episodes. Yeah, maybe I'll take over eventually. You never know. Thank you for having me. We've created a super special free Firewave gift. 
packed full of marketing goodies just for our podcast listeners. You can get yours by going to www.fire-wave.co.uk slash free gift and following the simple instructions. That's www.fire-wave.co.uk slash free gift.